0: Uh, Can I do something absolutely ridiculous uh, today? Uh, Would you mind, would you humor me if I could read to you some Dr. Seuss? Could we do that? Like, could we take just for a moment on Monday a break from your textbooks, uh, the novels you need to read, the articles and the research, and if we could go back in time a little bit when it wasn't quite so complicated and we could just read The Good Doctor, all right? So I want to read from Cat in the Hat, and I think that maybe he has something that would actually be helpful for us today. So I want to read just a couple pages from Cat in the Hat, and I want to start uh, kind of in uh, the first uh, third of it where uh, this little boy and his sister named Sally, they're stuck home on this cold, cold, wet day. And their mother has gone out, left them home alone, and then out of nowhere, a cat in a hat walks through the front door. And the cat in the hat, he starts playing all these games and starts making all this trouble that is going to get Sally and her brother in a lot of trouble, all right? And so I want to pick it up where where he starts playing this game called Up, Up, Up with a Fish, all right? Let's read this. Put me down, said the fish. This is no fun at all. Put me down, said the fish. I do not wish to fall. Have no fear, said the cat. I will not let you fall. I will hold you up high as I stand on a ball. With a book on one hand and a cup on my hat, but that is not all I can do, said the cat. Look at me, look at me now, said the cat, with a cup and a cake on the top of my hat. I can hold up two books. I can hold up the fish and a little toy ship and some milk on a dish. And look, I can hop up and down on the ball, but that is not all. Oh, no, that is not all. Look at me, look at me, look at me now. It is fun to have fun, but you have to know how. I can hold up the cup and the milk and the cake. I can hold up these books and the fish on a rake. I can hold the toy ship, a little toy man. And look, with my tail, I can hold a red fan. I can fan with the fan as I hop on the ball, but that is not all. Oh, no, that is not all. That is what the cat said. Then he fell on his head. He came down with a bump from up there on the ball, and Sally and I, we saw all the things fall. Uh, When you're a little kid, these are cute rhymes. Rhymes. When you start getting a little older, even when you hit your teenage years, and especially by the time you hit university years, you realize that this picture is a little too true to life. You become aware of the fact that life is about juggling and balancing a lot of realities, and as you get older, they become increasingly complex realities, and you get to a point when you're trying to juggle them all that you feel, at least internally, like this whole thing's gonna come crashing down. And some of you, you're feeling it right now. Because you've stepped into a university reality, whether you're in your first year or fourth year, it ain't going away, where the pressure to get the grades that you need to get is overwhelming. And then how are you going to pay for all this? I mean, the cost of this is ridiculous. And so you're afraid when I get out of here with the debt I have... I mean, is this thing going to come tumbling down on me? And some of you, you've stepped into realities right now that, I mean, there's relationships you're working through and relationships are all exciting, uh, but there's lots of challenges in it and stresses and things don't go well and there's brokenness and there's loss. Some of you are sitting in this room, even though there's a lot of people around you and you're feeling this intense loneliness and you're trying to balance, how how do I navigate this season with the loneliness I'm feeling? Or what about mental health? We've gone through an unprecedented moment in time where all the research is showing that the mental health struggles hitting your generation right now is unlike anything we've seen. And so the anxiety and the fears that some of you are carrying right now is crushing. And then some of you are near graduation. And what are you going to do when you graduate? And are you going to get a job? And even if you could get a job, what job do you want to get? And, and uh, will you meet that person? And will you be able to build a home? And will you be able to afford to live around here? And all these things, you're juggling all these realities. And it feels like in moments that everything is about to come crashing down. And some of you are sitting here thinking, I don't know what you're talking about. This is the most depressing Monday morning chapel ever. But some of you know exactly what I'm talking about, and that's why I'm here. So, the writer of Hebrews, and we don't know who he is, but there's a letter in the Bible called Hebrews, and the writer, he wrote these words in Hebrews 4.9. This is, this is what he penned. He said, so then, there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. And right before that, and it won't be up on the screen, so just hang on these words. But right before that in verse 1 of chapter 4, he said, Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear, lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. So the the writer of Hebrews, here's what he's saying. He's saying, listen, if you want to understand the story of the Bible like maybe you've never understood it before, if you want to understand what God has been working throughout all of history and time, if you want to understand why Jesus came, if you want to understand what Christianity is about, he says, let me sum it up for you in one word. And that word is rest. Jesus came so you would breathe and rest from everything you're trying to carry and everything you're trying to work out and everything you fear and everything you're struggling with. That you would rest because there is a certain kind of soul rest that your heart is craving today. Uh, Experts will tell you that when you go to sleep at night, uh, there is a certain kind of sleep that you need. Uh, That just getting quantity of sleep doesn't necessarily do it. That there's a certain kind of sleep. Some of you know what this is called. It's called REM sleep. Rapid eye movement sleep. That every night you need one and a half to two hours of rapid eye movement sleep. Or even if you've been in bed for eight hours and slept for eight hours, you will still wake up tired. You have to get a certain kind of sleep. You have to get a certain kind of rest. And your soul knows that. So, 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 uh, Christmas break is coming. It's awesome. You'll have a lot of fun. Maybe you'll go away. Maybe you'll just chill at home and Netflix binge. Whatever you'll do and, it, and you'll rest, right? A long weekend's coming and you'll rest. But your soul will not be rested because your soul is craving something that a change of circumstances won't provide. So uh, probably the most famous verse in the Bible is what? Come on. Just give me this one. John 3.16, thank you. So, John 3.16, we'll put it up on the screen, but you know what it is. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. But let's read it, let's read it a little differently, okay? So, here's what he's saying. God loves you. Like God is for you. <laughs> And he loves you so much that he, that he sent Jesus to work out this soul unrest that you can't work out. That whoever believes in him will have this rest that the writer of Hebrews spoke about. So, so the word believe, let's talk about the word believe because we don't think about this word. Let's talk about the word believe. The word believes means to have trust in or confidence in something. So he's saying you need to put your trust in, you need to put your confidence in the one who can... Do what you need done. The word believe means to trust and to have confidence in. But there's a pastor down in California. His name's Albert Tate. And, and he said it this way. And He, he kind of messed me up when he said it this way. He said, to trust in something, to have confidence in something, is to rest in something. Because watch this. Watch this. So this stool here. This stool. If I have confidence In this stool, if I have trust in this stool that it will hold me, then when I then then when I approach it, I can sit on it and I can rest because this will carry the full weight of me. So 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 I never want you to look at a stool or a chair the same again. If you if you believe that God loves you, if you believe in who he is, who Jesus is and why he came, then you trust him, you have confidence in, in him that he will carry the full weight of you. So now you can rest. So if he can carry the full weight of everything I'm carrying, then I can rest. Because he can f- carry the full weight of me, he can f- carry the full weight of all of my sin and all of my shame and all of my guilt. I mean, some of you are carrying stuff that you're. Man, if I can just keep it hidden. Listen, he can carry it, so you can breathe. Uh, some some of you are carrying. I mean, the fears of performing uh, your grades. If you don't get the grades, maybe you lose your scholarship. Listen. You don't seriously believe that your future is dependent on what you get in calculus, do you? Like, do you think God is so small that your English project is de- determining your future? No, because in, in the scriptures, God says, uh, God, God says that he has, he has prepared every one of your days before you ever were. So you so you can rest. I mean, I'm not saying don't complete the assignment, all right? Like but you have no fear about your future. Some of you're working through sexual identity issues and man, man, I'm so scared and we're, listen, he's big enough, you can put your full weight on him, you can you can rest. And you don't need to be afraid to talk to somebody about it. Trinity has a great group of people to talk to. Man. Your future, right, career and relationships and all the realities and struggles of life and everything you're juggling, is it all going to come crashing down? No, he, he can carry the full weight. You're going to be okay. You can just put it all on him and rest. Some I mean, of you are in a great moment in life right now, and you're loving it, and everything is Everything is beautiful. But some of you, you're carrying a lot and I really believe God told me you need to come and encourage them. They can put the weight on me. It's okay. I I can carry this thing and they can breathe and they can rest because the story of God and the story of Jesus and the story of the Bible is an invitation to rest because he can carry it all because he loves you. So I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you, for all of you, that you would know this as you walk through the moments of your day and and the moments of this, this season of your life. And I never want you to see a stool or a chair the same again. Just know he can carry the full weight of everything you're carrying. Put it on him and breathe. All right, let me pray. Father, I want to pray over the students here. I've been so grateful to be here. I believe you had this word for this group today. And so that means you must so lavishly love those here. And there's someone in here, someone's in here who desperately needed to hear it today. And and so thank you for allowing me to be in this moment. I pray your Holy Spirit would encourage everyone in this room. Your love for them that you carry the weight that they can breathe they can talk to somebody they can be honest they don't have to strive and search and struggle to be enough you have made them enough and you love them father may that redefine how they how they approach their classes and relationships their struggles their sin their future i pray it father just keep holy spirit whispering it to them every day every week every month into their future In the precious name of our Lord, our King, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who makes all of this possible, we pray it. Amen.